<clears throat> I see the stream, but I don't see the show. Hey, Sherry. Okay, we're live, Ben. I know, okay. but I've got to call Judah, Raul, and tell him to bring me a some tea. My throat is very raw. I can't talk if my throat is raw. No, you cannot talk if your throat is raw. And uh, but so, Hey, Sherry. I, I will welcome everybody to the Paul recording. Raul. Ben Stein. Calling uh, Raul Espigen. Mobile. Ben is ordering a soda from the next room over, such is uh, technology. Hi, Raul. Please bring me a soda or, or herbal tea. Soda or herbal tea, right away, please, sir. Thank you. Right away, please. Yes. Okay. And uh, of course, the show wouldn't be complete without America's humble servant, Benjamin Jeremy Stein, who needs no introduction whatsoever. But he is an icon and an iconoclast. And uh, obviously, there's a lot going on in the world right now. And as to quote your sister, which I titled the show, your average human is not such a hot commodity. Uh, it's frightening to see through the pain and suffering the worst, the worst that humanity has to offer us uh, with, as you and I both being Zionists and Jews, how deeply affected we are with the situation going on in Israel and the gut punch, not only from outside of this country, but mm -hmm. inside of this country with these crazy rallies of support for is murder. Uh, murder. For murder. murder is for support uh, for rally. I mean, the, what we're seeing now is almost exactly identical uh, with what uh, the Germans saw and what Americans saw in newsreels uh, after the Fuhrer uh, reached power in Germany and uh, pretty much immediately started murdering people and sending anyone with the slightest bit of difference uh, with him or even, even, with, even without any difference to concentration camps, shooting him. And uh, murder was the rule of the land. And uh, this was uh, very wildly applauded in Germany. And uh, even after the Fuhrer uh, started uh, invading his neighboring countries, uh, he was wildly, wildly and widely applauded in the United States of America. And uh, it, it's uh, a sign of, uh, as my sister says, your basic human is not such a hot item. And uh, we see that people will rally to the cause of whoever has the most guns, the most bullets, the toughest guys. And uh, the Fuhrer had the Sturm Abteilung, on the SA, that's ah, as they pronounce it there, which uh, was tough guys who went around the streets beating anyone who didn't agree with them, or whoever they thought might conceivably disagree with them, <clears throat> thereby silenced all opposition. And this is, <clears throat> this is what we're seeing in America right now uh, with uh, <clears throat> certain segments of the population, especially certain ones uh, ethnically uh, linked to each other who just beat up anyone that, that they feel has uh, got differences with them and uh, makes for a very uh, difficult world for anybody who wants to question the uh, power of the left. Beautifully, amazingly well said. Oh, God bless you. It's so important that you put it in historical context. Mm -hmm. And Thank I you. think uh, other than... And listen, you have to sometimes give credit to uh, Eric Adams in New York City, who obviously has a monumentally big uh, Jewish constituency, has been vocal, as vocal as, as a person could possibly be about the root of the issues going on mm -hmm. in his city and about uh, 
who he sides with. Sadly, mm -hmm. we don't have leadership that's doing the same thing. Correct. Not at all. Not at all. Because 55% of his party sides with the Palestinians. Is that 55, true? My God, yeah. I did not know that, Judah. Yeah, clo or close to 50% of, uh, of the Democrats side with the Palestinians. Wow. And, uh, uh, Judah, may I ask your source for that, please? Uh, Gallup. And uh, wow. the Gallup poll that was taken last week. And 55% uh, and of the poll from the Democrat Party says that they side with the Palestinians. Even it's, either 50, it's either 50 or 55%. Yes, but they, uh, but 39%. 39%. murder. Of children. 39% support Israel. That's how little of a support. And the reason I bring that up is uh, 55%. And uh, if you, uh, I don't think it's uh, uh, to, us, to us, it's obvious if the, the talking, the, the, the duplicity and talking out of both sides of your mouth. Uh, remember when President Trump was forced to constantly apologize for people he didn't even know, some fringe nuts. It, 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 especially somebody like David Duke, you don't have Biden out there screaming, this isn't my, what, what you guys are, you guys are psychotic. You guys need mental help. And we disavow you from our party. Uh, you see a lot of crazy people out there, but they're not uh, admitting that they're crazy. The media is not uh, branding them as crazy, but they clearly are crazy. I mean, I, I think it's pretty obvious that uh, any group that uh, sneaks across the border on motorbikes uh, and the entered school buildings with maps already drawn up for them, probably by the Russians and by the or by the uh, Turks or no, not the Turks, not the Turks wouldn't do that. Are the uh, Iranians uh, and then go into schools looking for small children to kill them, looking for mothers who are pregnant, uh, slicing them open, uh, pulling out their babies, cutting the babies' heads off, and these people, I think, do it. Anyone would agree. I think even the Fuhrer would agree that these people are the lowest form of life on the planet. And yet there are enormous rallies supporting these people all over the country and all over the world. Well said. Terrifying, terrifying. And I will now go ahead, please. Judith. No, go no, ahead. go ahead, please. People say to me all the time, well, all right, we're suburban uh, Jews or suburban Gentiles. Uh, we live out in the suburbs and suburban, and uh, we are Republicans. What can we do? Well, what I always say is, one, get strapped, get a gun. I don't even hesitate another minute. Today's Sunday. Uh, go out on Monday and uh, get yourself a gun. That's what the Second Amendment is for. And keep it at home. Don't, don't take it out, except under lawful circumstances. And don't shoot at anyone wasn't threatening you, uh, don't shoot it under any circumstance, which would be illegal, and uh, have it there just in case, and vote Republican, vote Republican, vote Republican. I think it's not just coincidence that uh, the uh, world was a much safer place when we had Donald Trump in charge than when we had this um, Mr. Biden. I don't know what to say about him. Like, there are no words quite bad enough to say about him at this point, uh, but uh, I don't know. He's a, I don't know. God help him. God, God help. Uh, God help him. I mean, he came out with a very good statement the day of the massacres, but uh, since then he's been backpedaling. It's not just also. You're right. You're completely right, and it's not just backpedaling. And I know a lot of people, and I bring this up to you, but it's important that people from the show hear this because I know there are a lot of fringe conservatives 
and uh, that uh, have this isolationist theory. And it's okay to be an isolationist to some to some extent, but that's an isolationist with 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 might and with fear, which is what President Trump did. He didn't engage us in any wars, mm -hmm. but at the same time, it was extremely important when he killed Soleimani. Iran backed down. It was extremely important when he bombed Syria. They backed down. And we have might. Two ships without action isn't might. It's just two ships. They're, they're very, 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 very big, powerful yeah, they're, ships. They're, they're huge ships. But it, 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 when you look at his mm -hmm. history of capitulation and his own defense secretary saying he's been on the wrong side of history as far as de defense goes, I mean, remember, this is the guy that was against killing bin Laden. Uh, it, it's it's a very frightening thing. And when you have a State Department run by acad supposed academia, we're in very dangerous territory. And I know your biggest fear is Iran uh, getting nuked up. And the fact that we haven't taken out one of their refineries, just one, as a threat, is uh, is a very frightening thing. I think I could be safe to say if President Trump were in office right now, or any, you know what, I won't say any Republican, but if President Trump was in office, we would see a mighty stick being used right now. 29 Americans, Bennett, are dead, aside from the Israelis, obviously, so all the Israelis. Well, uh, I hate to tell you this, that you're very, very, very dear to me and my wife, but uh, bombing and taking out a refinery is not as easy as you might think. Uh, the Allies uh, bombed and bombed and bombed the Ploesti refineries and whatever other refineries they could bomb that were being used by Hitler, and they bombed them over and over and over again. And it's very hard to take them out, but it can be done. I mean, now, nowadays we have much more powerful bombs than they did then. But I have the terrible feeling that it doesn't take much in the way of uh, a refinery or the money proceeds from a refinery to finance a raid by a group of terrorists on a um, group of unarmed children. I mean, you don't need to have the hydrogen bomb. You don't need to have the uh, uh, Mach 5, sixth generation fighter bomber to take out a bunch of small children. Uh, the uh, terrorists have very cleverly figured that uh, we can kill little children and get the same leverage that the Americans can get from bombing an entire city. And, and that's true because we we do not want to see our children, our relatives, our friends' children tortured to death on TV, which the terrorists could easily, easily do. This is These people are, as, as uh, Victor Davis Hanson said on TV this morning, these people are pre-civilizational. Uh, they are subhuman in terms of their cruelty, although maybe maybe that's the way humans have always been. I mean, my... My sister, uh, a source of great wisdom in our family, uh, said wisely, uh, what we see is that the basic human is a pretty disgusting animal. And uh, we uh, it's really just almost unbelievable. But you have to say, look, this has been going on for a long time. People have been torturing and killing other people for a long, long time. <clears throat> the United States is not one of them. Although, look, we use some pretty severe explosives against the Germans and the Japanese in World War II, very severe. We burned a lot of people, including women and children, to death in many cities in the Third Reich and in Japan. And uh, people are, especially when they're at war, will do anything.
Yeah, except uh, the, the, the main difference is that we don't seek to do that. I question that respectfully. I mean, I, I don't doubt that we did the right thing. <clears throat> there was a British uh, statesman and bomber, Harris, who uh, was uh, in charge of bombing Germany. And he said simply, look, it's just too hard to do precision bombing of the German munitions factories in the Ruhr and Saar and other important areas, Dusseldorf, other places I've been. And that doesn't make them any more special than any other place. But anyway, and uh, the, uh, but then Bomber Harris and the American bomber commands said, well, what the heck, why, why do we bother getting our planes shot down and our boys killed uh, when we could just bomb the whole city with incendiary devices, burn the whole damn city down. And then uh, these people are dehoused. Uh, they're exhausted because they have no place to sleep. And production suffers. The Germans are the Germans, and they're tough, they're clever, they're incredibly, unbelievably clever. And uh, they uh, managed to keep up war production to a very high level until uh, just months before Germany collapsed. And uh, I sort of think that the Iranians could keep up war production and preparation to reach a nuclear bomb quite to quite a high level. Uh, no matter what we did. Now, that being said, if I may, respectfully, I think if we use the atom bomb on Tehran or some other large city in Iran, that would uh, give them pause, but not for long, because they don't mind dying. They do not mind dying for a lot. And uh, it's very sad, but I think we have, we're going to have to help them along the way that way. I, I don't disagree with you. And somebody brought up in the rant, this isn't just about, about the Middle East anymore. This is about America, too. And if, if for, for, for one second, nobody should be fooled or lulled into the notion right now, especially with our southern border the way it is. And when you see close to at least, I want to say, half a million uh, mm -hmm. people, at least, protesting in America, being pro-murder uh, pro and pro-death and pro-rape and pro-torture, uh, there's a percentage of those people that would have no problem strapping something or to their chest or cat or strapping something to their waist and going into mm -hmm. a school, going into a theater, going into a shopping mall, going in anywhere. And that's terror. That's how they, that's, their, that, that, that's their technique. It's not always the amount. You don't have to, you don't have to go in somewhere and kill thousands. You could kill a hundred people in a supermarket and, and strike terror into the fear of America. And I'm tired of them saying, uh, "Be on vigil, be vigilant. Look, look, look out." It's like nine eleven. It's like after nine eleven, all over again. We know what the enemy, for the most part, looks like. We do, whether we want to be in denial about it or not. Uh, we know what the enemy looks like, and it's really time we have to start thinking about the American citizens, mm -hmm. Ben, because we're not that far away. No, no, we're not that far away. There's a wonderful, wonderful documentary. Uh, I really, really, really recommend it to everyone who has a DVD player, or even if you don't have a DVD player, called Victory at Sea. And in one of the scenes, the uh, American uh, Marines, who are really just the most amazing people in the world, are landing on a beach in some, on some Pacific atoll. And the, the place is just dug in. It's dug in by the Japs. And... Uh, the narrator says, as the men are climbing down these rope ladders into their landing craft, 
it is later than any dare think. And I feel that way about our glorious America. It is later than any dare think. My father-in-law, Colonel Dale Denman, my uncle, Bob Denman, these men, uh, they got in and fought gun to gun, toe to toe, bayonet to bayonet, and uh, they won. But uh, it was a hell of a fight. And uh, we had overwhelming, overwhelming help from uh, our allies. Who are, who are our allies now? Who are our allies now? I don't see giant demonstrations by any country in Europe or Asia saying we will fight to the death for you, America, and for you, Israel. They really, I don't think, give much of a damn about Israel. And the fact that America asked them to do something makes them more likely to not do it. I think you're 100% correct. I think uh, I think this was something President Trump realized. I think this is something we've been saying for a long time, is that we really do truly do not have allies. Uh, what was it you said famously about Barry Goldwater to me about his UN statement? Yes, it made a lot of sense. At the time, he was ridiculed for it. He said, get the U.S. out of the U.N. and the U.N. out of the U.S. And uh uh, I don't know. The US, UN does uh, some very, very good humanitarian work. I certainly would not like to see America walk away from that. Uh, the UN did some amazing work in terms of uh, saving South Korea from the uh, Chinese communists and from the communists in the North. I, I wouldn't mind walk away from that. That's where my uh, uncle Bob Denman won his Silver Star. I, I guess the citation was Silver Star and maybe something else too. And uh, I don't want to walk away from that, although I sure don't want to fight in Korea. But uh, is the UN doing any real good? I don't know. That's a very good question. I'm, no, it's not. I'm and not it's, sure. not your, it's not your, it's not your, uh, it's not Colonel Dale Denman's UN. And it's not uh, uh, when I, when Iran is uh, in charge of uh, human rights or Russia. Oh, that's why, my God. They were, or Saudi Arabia or Russia. Syria was recently Syria or any of these people. It's, it's not been. It's 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 a dirty, dangerous organization. Uh, it's it's a seriously dangerous organization that that has uh, pure hatred in their heart for Israel and has pure hatred in their heart for America. And yeah, it's a very very horrible thing. But the United Nations is not what well, we are all. Well, of course, I, I'm the only one of us on the stage on the screen now who's alive and we're hoping for. After Hiroshima and Nagasaki, we were hoping for something a lot better than what we got with the UN. And the, the UN is overwhelmingly anti-Israel and anti-United States of America, even though the United Nations, United States and Eretz Israel are far more in favor of human rights as we know them than any of these uh, majority Muslim countries, any of them. I, I'm, I'm endlessly reminded of the truth, the astounding truth, that in the civil war in the Golan Heights between various Muslim factions, when a Muslim soldier or terrorist or guerrilla is uh, wounded badly by his opponents, they don't take him to, to Damascus for medical treatment. They take him to an Israeli border station where they know he'll be taken good care of, and they'll take him in for treatment to take care of him. God help us, we don't have any place like that for any of our soldiers. If, if any of our soldiers or, or Israel's soldiers were, was killed or captured, captured, wounded, 
he would be taken away and tortured to death. No, it, you're you're extremely right, and we have to question a lot of things. We 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 really do, and uh, we we had those questions going on for quite a while, but uh, suddenly with Mr. Biden, it all stopped. It went back to academe, and uh, here we are. And your uh, your your biggest point that you've been talking about for years mm-hmm. for years is our drilling and our energy and uh, making sure that we are producing what we could produce, uh, keeping our defense up as much as humanly possible, no matter how much it costs to arm ourselves to uh, kingdom come, we should be doing it. So overnight, we should be drilling as much as possible, making as much ammo as possible. Of, of, uh, uh, we, should, we should almost be in war mode. In those two, in those two areas, and uh, I think so too. And, and I think we should get our priorities straight. I on TV this morning I saw some asshole, pardon the crudeness of my speech, named Mr. Kirby from the White House saying yeah. uh, he didn't mind uh, that we emphasized uh, envi- environmental issues more than defense because uh, environmental issues are really uh, an existential threat. Well, I hate to break this to him, but I don't think you can point your finger at any American who has been killed because of environmental issues. Uh, there's, I'm sure there's some who have worse asthma or, wor- or worse bronchitis because of environmental issues, but I don't think that you can say of oh, this entire region has uh, is filled with people who are dead or dying because of environmental problems. Of course, we want to have the cleanest possible environment. Of course, we want to have an environment where people can breathe and where the children can go out and play basketball after school and won't die. But uh, speaking of which, here's my childhood best friend, David Skull, calling me on the phone. But anyway, uh, with the greatest respect to all the environmentalists, I want a clean environment too. But if there's a dollar that has to be spent on that or a dollar that has to be spent on defense, let's spend it on defense. No, you're 100%. And in my lifetime, I mean, you could speak for your lifetime. I've never witnessed uh, a... a regime so unwilling mm-hmm. to pivot. I've never witnessed it uh, to, 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 to openly say, you know what, Iran, we're done. We're not negotiating with you anymore. Uh, to, 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 unwilling, to be so unwilling to admit mistakes and change course. It's okay to, in life to say we messed up and we're changing course. And these jackasses are, that uh, you have John Kirby coming out and still spewing this environmentalist crap and saying this is more of an existential threat than Iran or Russia or uh, China or North Korea. You or Hezbollah be, or Hezbollah or Hamas. You have to be Hezbollah, Hamas. You have to be mentally ill to think that that is more dangerous. Well, I think we have a fair number of mentally ill people. In, our, in the Biden White House, and it's a terrible, terrible thing. I mean, I, I think, frankly, the uh, Bolsheviks have taken over the uh, very large parts of the government and are uh, terrifying us with uh, tall tales about environmental catastrophes heading down the road. And I, of course, as I say, I'm concerned about the environment too. I want our soldiers to be well-armed. I want the United States to be well-armed. I have written about this, and I'll say it again. We made a terrible mistake not following up on President Reagan's suggestion for an anti-missile missile system, 
where what people laughed at him calling it Star Wars by mistake. In fact, it was an incredibly brilliant idea. It's something that could have been done. It probably still could be done if we had enough time. Uh, we need to have a system which can shoot down Iranian missiles as they're on their way to New York or Las Vegas or Los Angeles or San Jose. We don't have any time to waste. We've got to get moving on it right away. Well said. And we've had a long day, so you just let me know when you're... Uh, if uh, we've had a long, long, long day, but a day of, I'm sorry to say, intense suffering conversation, thinking about our great America. Look, look we, we here are in the greatest invention of mankind or of God, as far as I'm concerned, the United States of America. To refuse to stand, spend a few pennies on defense to preserve this country is just plain insane. And I think we ought to get into office. People are willing to spend whatever it costs to defend America, defend France, defend England, defend Italy. These are great countries. These are countries that value human life, human life and value they law, value, human law, value law. We're talking about us being against savages. These are worse than savages. Savages, generally speaking, only eat when they're hungry. These people are lower than savages. They're lower than anything I can think of. I, I, am a, I think anyone who remembers anything of, of me on the show knows I'm a student of World War II in a big way. I don't recall that the Nazis, even the Nazis, were as evil as the uh, terrorists from Hamas and Hezbollah. Nobody has been more evil than those people. You're completely right, and that's extremely well said. And to Ben's point, you have a lot of countries out there that have been so overrun with these people. You speak of talking about France, Switzerland, uh, the list goes, the, the UK. Not Switzerland. They, didn't do, they do not let them into Switzerland. I meant, I meant Sweden. I'm sorry. No. Uh, Sweden and uh, obviously the UK, you, that, that um, they have to be careful too. And trust me, there's going to come the point where they'll be knocking on our door, begging us <clears> for help. And there is absolutely no reason why we should not, uh, as Ben has talked about for so long, build up our defenses as much as humanly possible. You can't have too many guns. You can't, you can't have too many guns. Can't have too many, can't have too, cannot have too many well-trained soldiers. Uh, we need to realize we, as you, I think you might've said this at the beginning of the show, or maybe we're not, we were just talking about it in the car on the way down here to the desert. We're at war now, but it's not, you don't have to wait for a declaration of war from some cleric in uh, Iran. We're at war now. They are at war with us and we're at war with them. Are we going to spend the money to defend ourselves? Are we going to spend the pennies out of every dollar in the GDP? to defend ourselves, or are we going to let ourselves be overrun and murdered and our children raped to death, tortured to death with knives and bayonets? What are we gonna do? And we have to be honest about it. And that's the thing, because this regime is not being honest about it. They are simply not being honest about it. And that lack of honesty is going to get us killed. And I, I'm not saying that for hyper, hyperbole, uh, and I'm not saying that- Hyperbolically. And uh, I am not saying that in any disingenuous way, as everybody that knows that listens to the show, it's the last thing I ever want to say or think about, but we truly are 
in uh, the early stages and obviously in certain regions or in the middle stages. I'd say the Israelis are already in a fairly late stage. Stages. And so there you are, uh, Ben. And uh, I think I must go now. Okay, I'm very, so very I just, tired, but let's just, I, I want let's to just the, get to work preserving I'll, America. It's a job. Mr. Biden, you are a traitor. Mr. Biden, you are a traitor. Mr. All of you, the people around you are traitors. Get out of that office and let somebody in there who really wants to defend America. Let's have some people in the government who love America. Extremely well said. And uh, thank you very much for that. And I want to remind people quickly, be careful where you're getting your news from, no matter where. And to the people on the right that think they're getting their news from, you know what, I don't give a shit. I'll name their names from people like Jack Posobiec or Sir Connich, or I can't even pronounce his name, certain names on these things who are tweeting out and, and, and truthing just the most idiotic thoughts. It's enough. Okay. Just because you can't wrap your head around something. Trust me, these people are doing it to make money off you and for clicks. We're not. Okay. We're absolutely not. And that's how you know who you could trust. Okay. So, so please look at your sources and I don't care. I'll say it again. Don't listen to a word he, those jackasses are saying. Listen to somebody like Ben Stein. Okay, he's been telling the truth for God knows how many years, and as painful as it's been for him for often telling that truth, that's why he is Ben Stein. And thank you yeah. from the bottom of my heart, Ben, for you being you. and always yeah. being you. So to the rumpers, the ranters, the truthers, God bless you all. God bless this great country. Of course, God bless Israel. God bless the world. And God bless, God bless all those people in the cemeteries all over the world who gave their lives so we could live in peace and freedom. God bless all the people who are buried in mud somewhere in some Pacific island or in Hunas in some God, God, un, God forbidden, forsaken, I should say, hellhole. They gave their lives for us. Let us pray for them, their children, their grandchildren, their great grandchildren. Please, please pray for America. Well said. God bless you all. Molten Salt, thank you for agreeing with me. Mike Visser, great to see you in the rants and everybody else. God bless you all. Have a great night. We'll see everybody on Tuesday night. God bless you.